Where's the Where's the EA article? Is it in the, It's in the chat, right? It's there. Yeah, here Just it is. Go up to. <laughs> no, I do not scroll. What scroll? Never scrolling. It's my favorite voice. What voice is that? It's uh, that's, that's Dennis, right? It's Dennis when he's doing yeah. the podcast, and he's just been learned that the U.S. is currently engaged in two wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, two wars. <laughs> Are any of these wars happening on a U.S. soil? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Let's Get Gaming Podcast, your number one spot for all, all th- for fucking God. Your number one spot for everything video game news, reviews, and sometimes interviews. I'm your host, Patrick Denny. He joined with me this week, Chris Montpetit. Hey, I'm here, another year older and another year wiser. So, you had a birthday? Everybody has a birthday, Pat. That's true. Yeah, that makes a good point. And Pasquale Galuzzo. Hi there. How's it going? Now, Pasquale, you're joining us on this video game based podcast. Yeah, I am. We can't. We can't. We can't go we too can't high in the octave. No, it's gonna peak, man. This is gonna. That's gonna also annoy the hell out of everybody. It's gonna annoy the hell out of me, and I, I personally, I think it's a great bit. Yeah. Okay. I have. I for the first time ever. Before we get into the show, we got we got a, a good amount of news to get through today. I know we probably have stories that we want to tell. I want to. I want to start the show by sharing a story that happened to me recently but there is in in, in, a, in a, an area of, of downtown toronto that i frequent recently there was a brand new convenience store that opened this is not not an everyday convenience store mm-hmm. this is an okay. international convenience store that they have many different things from around the world that they import there and sell at an incredibly huge markup i just want to say <laughs> like well just, shipping that's that's I'm going to get into that. But yeah. I do have I have two items here with me that I bought the last time I was at this international convenience store. OK, that mm-hmm. I think is, is somewhat relevant to the show. Now, obviously, this is a audio only podcast, so this isn't really going to play well. But the first thing <laughs> the first thing I bought was this bag of <laughs> oh, sick. Ch- various <laughs> Super Mario Bros chocolate coins. By the way, this packaging I love this packaging. This is incredible. Mm-hmm. I, I do have some of the chocolate coins here. So we got the red package that has the mushroom out. They're, they're like Different package. chocolate coins with like Mario's. Like this one has a Yoshi egg on it. We got the star packet with another cool. Yoshi egg. They're not all Yoshi eggs. I, I will. I do promise that. Okay. But then for some reason, the the rarest packaging is the fire flower green packaging. Wow. Okay. Okay. It's very cool. Dude. Do, do they it, taste good? Uh, they taste like just random, generic, run-of-the-mill chocolates. <laughs> okay. I'll be, I'll be a hundred percent honest with you. However, now this one, this is the one that I waited. I haven't opened this one yet, but I have a packet of Super Mario Brothers, the movie branded soft chewable Skittles. Wow! Wow! Featuring uh, Charlie Day, Mister Luigi Mario himself, uh-huh. right there on the packaging. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to open this one live on the podcast. Okay. Uh, which bothers me because I really this... like this packaging and I kind of want to keep it. So, <laughs> it's an un- you know, unpackaging. Gonna... <laughs> I mean, don't do anything you don't feel comfortable doing. Oh, fuck that. Now I'm open. No, no. Go buy another one. Yeah, it's open. All right. Let's pop this sun bitch open. 
This is the ASMR portion of the podcast. Oh my god, dude. I'm gonna be the smell is hitting me right away. Pungent? There's it's a very pungent smell. Mm. Alright, here we have so I've never seen chewable Skittles. Interesting. Mm. It just Skittles, looks like yeah. a like a just looks a like gel. someone hawked it right out of the yeah. back of their throat, dude. Alright, let's <laughs> let's give it a try. Mm. Mm. So what would what mm. what flavor would you say this one was? I, 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 oh man. It <laughs> was a, yellow. That's a strong one. It was yellow. I think this is a peach. I think this uh, is a peach. All right, what, would, what would you rate the peach? I would give the peach. On an initial glance. Initial reaction, six out of 10. Okay, six out of mm, 10. Not great. Mm. No, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I mean, yeah, it's not yeah, great. Yeah. Well, we, okay. have, we haven't I had anything great. to compare it to yet. So this is, uh, this is the, I'll give you something true. to compare it to. This is, I already know I'm going to hate this one. We had the lime green flavored. Now is it now is it citrus or is it Skittle. apple flavored? That's the real mm. question. Why did you just oh, no. bite that and not oh, no. just eat it? Oh no! Oh no! We got a visceral oh, reaction. No. Uh, this is okay. This is a green apple flavored Skittle. Okay, uh-huh. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I've never been a fan of apple based related products. Okay, unless it's a pie. Okay, but other than that, no rating. All right, we'll do one more. I got one more. I got one more. rating. It's a four out of ten. Four out of ten. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now we have the darker orange one. That looks more peach than the other one. This one does look more peach. That's why I'm trying to like. What the hell is this one going to be? Actual peach. Mmm. Oh wow. Gentlemen, I think we just stumbled into the mango flavor. Oh, mango. Ah. Interesting. Okay. It's a very tropical mix of flavors here that I wasn't expecting from the Mario movies branded <laughs> soft chew Skittles. Looking at it, though, um, it kind of kind of makes sense. I think, dude, I think the mango one is like a, a solid nine out of ten. Mm, it was wow. very good. Mm. So we have a pack. And the nice thing is that, uh, yeah, no, this is great, dude. And the THC is is very low in each one. Oh, of that's these, so hopefully perfect. <laughs> that's gonna it's gonna gonna be great for the rest of the show. Okay, hopefully, oh, be kicking fantastic. in in about uh, fifteen minutes. Yeah. Okay. Good. Great. Good. Good, <laughs> good stuff. Oh, all right. Yeah. So. Now here's here's my tangent. First of all, that was very lovely. Here you go, ASMR. For these two items that I purchased there, how much how much you think I paid? Uh, I'm guessing right. for the first one it's closer to eight dollars, and the second one fifteen. Mm. So I think you're you're about. Yeah, yeah that sounds good. Fifteen's a little high. I want to say like twelve. For the twelve dollars for, for for both items? No, no, no. Eight for the first, twelve for the second. So you probably overall spend about twenty, maybe twenty five bucks with tax. Wow, really? <laughs> no, they were like five bucks each. Dude. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, you upsold that so much. What are you talking, dude? This is a bag of of chocolate for like yeah, I would I pay two dollars for that. I, well, and also, like, not for nothing. In? Look, I ate three of these these Skittles here. Take a look it's in empty. there, dude. There's like yeah. nothing in there. Well, that's a bag of air. This is, this is, anyway. Oh, uh, yeah. I would shout them out on the show, but I can't remember what they were called. So mm. next time I'm around, I, I'm going to go back. I'm going to buy some more weird stuff, you know? Because, well, hey, you, man, you got to. All I know is you, you can't get that in uh, California anymore, those Skittles at least. Well, no, 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 no. That, that's that's misinformation. Is that not true? No, it's not true. I'm gonna hold on. You got tell me about this. I'm gonna munch. So there, there is a couple chemical compounds that they are uh, trying to get banned in uh, 
California, which includes many different food coloring dyes and one ingredient in hard shell Skittles. Uh, it's called like titanium uh, something, whatever. It's just it's just a it's a mineral that they use to help make the shell in Skittles, and that's wouldn't be passed until 2027 or 2028, oh, okay. which would give the companies lots of time to make changes to their formulas if they so needed to. It's it's not like everyone says where it's like, oh, they're banning Skittles, they're banning Skittles. It's not happening. <laughs> So what you're saying is that we should buy Skittles. Yes. Heavily invest. Start stock stocking and hoarding no, all Skittles good. because... We're good here. Yeah. It's just in California. Well, to be fair, anything gives cancer in California. Even wood has a warning that it could give I you mean, cancer. Yeah. My it's, Dude, I've, I've looked as a Canadian... Bit. As a Canadian, we don't get anything up here, okay? We're we're like the, there's there's a Canadian controversy going on right now because many of the famous frozen pizza brands are pulling out have pulled oh, out of Canada yeah. just because there's like not a lot of us and there's a lot of empty land. So they're like, We're not making any money off of Canadians, <laughs> so there's no point of doing this anymore. Um that's a huge controversy right now. If 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 Canada look, if if the US bans something for whatever reason mm-hmm. And Canada is like, yeah, we still have it. I'm a little concerned about that. Mm. Because unless it's something stupid like Kinder Eggs, I'm yeah. always going to be like, I don't trust where this is going. Okay. Anyway, it's it's fine. Without further ado, because we do have a lot of a lot of news to get through tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, gentlemen, what have you guys been playing this, this past week in gaming? Anything interesting that you want to talk about? Uh, so I've, uh, I tried the Halloween event with Overwatch. They have a new game match and it's, uh, you're back in, uh, I wouldn't call myself back in. It's just, I like playing games with my soon to be wife and that's what she chose to pick. And, uh, that's what we played. Gives her a break from her binge of the last month of Baldur's Gate three. So Chris, how, how is the Overwatch event? Is it? Uh, are you happy you came back to the game, or is it just kind of like I'm hey. over it? I'm so over it. <laughs> You're I just completely care. 100% disenfranchised. They are so out of ideas, and I will be amazed if <laughs> Overwatch is still going by this time next year. Really? You think yeah. it's that bad that you think that this these, like this whole Halloween event bugs? is basically just a rehash of um, Diablo? That's that's all it is because they re really? they have. Uh, Diablo-based skins that they're using, and you're basically just doing a Diablo mm. dungeon run kind of thing. Oh wow! But barely. That's sad because they did so so much effort in the first game and like had so much love for it, and then yeah, they they, they were leading the genre. Yeah, leading the genre. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the other thing that is quite stupid is uh, enable to get the new holiday skins the the halloween skins uh you can either buy the battle pass and grind your way up to level 80 or uh you can spend 53 canadian dollars to get four skins wow that's not bad (laughs) that's that's pretty good man that's that's like like that's like what that's 13 dollars a skin skin? yeah yeah that's incredible Mm. dude that's it great value yeah for something i'll never use maybe yeah. Love to see it. Yeah, it's a it's a very concerning trend of the world that we live in, where you know you could you could spend a ridiculous amount of money for what is effectively 
nothing. Nothing. An NFT. <laughs> an NFT. Well, I wouldn't. I mean, an NFT I think has more value at this point. Oh, uh, does it? I wouldn't say that. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. It depends on the NFT, you know. Hey, they're coming. They're coming back, man. I'm telling you. They're not going to come back. NFTs are the new silver. <laughs> I would. Um... I'm going to cash in all my coin collection at the local coin shop, and I'm going to purchase NFTs. Transfer to NFT. Yeah. That's it, man. That's a smart <laughs> idea. I'm done with this this fungible bullshit. <laughs> Well, Chris, I'm sorry to hear that you're not having a good time. That uh, you know, playing this game is is such an active pressure on you and your your family life. It's okay because when I do have time to play, it's uh, I'm back to Boulder's Gate three and I'm back to Cyberpunk, which you know are nice. pretty pleasant. So yeah, Pasquale, yes, sir. What have what have you what have you been playing this last week? I ha- I actually finished Judgment, not not a hundred percent, but I finished the the story. Right. Um, it's a good story. It keeps you hooked. It's like at yeah. one point you you know because it's all about following like a murderer and like it's a whole conspiracy of like government shit, uh, without spoiling anything. Mm. Uh, but then you you get through most of the game like oh who is it who's the bad guy whatever then you get to about. 80% of the way through the game, you find out who it is. And at that point, it's just like, how do we fuck them up <laughs> and like ha- get them caught? Oh, interesting. It's, it, it's good. Yeah. And then uh, I also started the the sequel now, Lost Judgment. So I was going to say, what's what's next on your list? Yeah. So do you do that often? Do you just like mainline a series until like what you just get no. bored or you finish it? It's It's unusual like that I do that, but it's unusual that it's even available like that. Uh, um, yeah. But Unless there's in like this a case, show, uh, d- so you bought these games digitally? No, no, they're, they're, they were free digitally. So oh, I, I got them on PSN. So. Okay. What I meant to say was that you acquired these games yeah. digitally, as opposed to the correct way, fungible. the proper way. Yeah. <laughs> the, well, <laughs> the to fungible. be fair, I, I don't even think I would have known about these games unless I saw them digitally. Mm. So. That's well, it's interesting you brought that up. Benefit. Yeah. That's, that's going to be part of the show later on. We'll, we'll be talking a little bit more about that. So stay tuned. Stick around. That's right. Stick Keep it around. Hooked, baby. Uh, next week. Well, not. Well, yeah, next week. Super Mario. It's, it's a big day for all of gaming. Mm-hmm. We have Super Mario Bros. Wonder coming out. Bless you, Pasquale. We have Super Mario Bros. Oh, no, he's not sneezing. Oh, no, what's happening? It's it's Is it nope. coming out? Didn't happen. Vomiting. Didn't happen? Didn't happen. Yeah, you got to let not it out. Close. Your head's going to fucking pop, dude. I've I seen know. it happen. That's how my uncle went. <laughs> uh, we got Super Mario Bros. Wonder coming out on the same day as Spider-Man 2. It's going to be a very mm-hmm. big day, regardless of, of how you're choosing to celebrate, uh, whether in public or, or privately. That's fine. Um, but... I'm going to be picking up Mario Wonder and Spider-Man 2 and uh, diving right into Super Mario Bros. Wonder. And I know... Uh, um, are you going to be diving into the world of Detective Pikachu Returns? No, I'm not going to touch that <laughs> shit. No, I, I just got it today. So I will be picking into that. Have you, have you started it yet? No, I, I literally received it today. Because so. I do know that they're doing like... A, it's, it's an interesting thing that they're doing with that game. Um, so I would like to hear... Your opinion on it, depending on yeah. if you choose to engage with it or not in that capacity. But yeah, I'm, I will play it. I don't know when, but I will be playing it in the near future. So I'm yeah. hoping I can give my review whenever I get a chance to get at that because I have, like I said, a stack of games to get through. Yeah. Yeah. I've, 
I've basically just been playing what I can play of Splatoon 3 in order to max out this season's current catalog so that I could, you know, disappear when Mario comes out <laughs> and not have to worry about the FOMO that I impose on myself to keep up with my digital squid <laughs> items. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's just, that's just basically what I've been dealing with in the last couple of weeks as I make my way downtown to buy overpriced imported chocolates. Very nice. Yeah, fun stuff. Anyway. That's about it for the opening section of the show. We're going to be moving into the news section. Squally's having a hot flash. Squally, oh, talk us through I it. Here, go ahead. Internal- go ahead, Squally. Tell us about how you're feeling. In your best news in my anchor. Building. You got to do news anchor voice, yeah. This just it. They turned off the, the air conditioning in my building, so it is quite hot in my room, especially after having coffee. Back to you. You get hot flashes after you have coffee? Well, no, I'm getting hot flashes because it is hot and it's warming my body temperature. God, you're such an old man. Shut up. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Oh, this oh, warm liquid I ingested listen. into my corporeal form is now listen. warming up my corporeal form. I'm an form. old soul, all right? <laughs> all right. All right. Let's get into the news section. Boom Stinger. Alright, our leading story of today's episode. A petition with nearly 200,000 signatures is gaining the attention among Minecraft fans, urging Mojang to discontinue the mob vote system. The mob vote allows players to choose new mobs to be added to the game, with a winning mob being introduced in a future update. The latest options for the mob vote include a crab, a penguin, or an armadillo. Each one is offering unique in-game benefits. However, some players are dissatisfied that only one of these mobs will be added, leading to an insane amount of frustration. Mm -hmm. The petition argues that the mob vote limits the game's potential for new content, causing disappointment among the fan base. It suggests that fantastic ideas are being left unused, leading to bad feelings among the community. The petition also accuses Mojang of adding less content to Minecraft overall following Microsoft's acquisition of the developers. Which is fair. Because, like, what the fuck are they doing over there, Mojang? Like, what, How are they filling their, their eight hours a day? Cause, like, <laughs> They're making stuff that won't be in the game just just because. They add, like, they add, like, two things to Minecraft a year. I don't understand what the... <laughs> Where it's, all the money's going. It's just kind of crazy to think that like you have people that are coming up with these concepts, trying these things, and then they go, all right, vote for whichever. Oh, you yeah. don't like it? Into the fire. <laughs> Never to be seen again. Do you yeah. like the puppy or the kitty? Choose because we kill the other one. Oh, Which God. one dies? Oh, no. The petition's ultimate request is for Mojang to add three new mobs to Minecraft each year. Three? And- in three new mobs instead of just one. Minecraft fans are frustrated with the mob vote system. Uh, they believe that Mojang should focus on releasing more substantial updates rather than restricting new content. The 2023 mob vote open uh, options cater to different playstyles as well, which may inevitably upset portions of the p- player base. As of now, Mojang has not responded to these allegations. The results of the 2023 mob vote will be announced at Minecraft Live on October 15th, otherwise known as five days before Mario Wonder. Ooh. So there we go. So 
I did look up, by the way. We, this mm-hmm. is the most amount of prep work I've ever done on this show. I did look up <laughs> what the, the three proposed mobs will bring to Minecraft. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I want to know which, which one you guys would vote for. So we're gonna have an, we're gonna have an unofficial let's get gaming mob Minecraft mob twenty twenty three vote. All right. Now, let's as begin. the, uh, oh, the only on. person gotta... that's played Minecraft probably in the last uh, I don't know recently out of all of us. Yeah, I played Minecraft within the last year. So okay, I've, <laughs> I played Minecraft in like the last couple weeks because <laughs> I have two nephews that are obsessed mm. with Minecraft. Okay. And uh, I I already know what I would pick personally. Yeah. Um, well, here, let's let's go through the options here. Right. So we yeah. have the crab, which will spawn in the mangrove swamps and drops a crab claw. Mm-hmm. Which allows players to inter- interact with blocks further away than normally, mm-hmm. which seems pretty good. The mm-hmm. armadillos will be spawning in the warm biomes and curl into a ball for protection. They drop armadillo scoot and can be used to craft armor for your wolves. And the penguins spawn in the stony shores. They're slow on land, but very fast in water and can be used to boost the speed of your boats. Mm-hmm. So there are the three mm-hmm. mobs that you could vote for. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, there's there's only one correct answer for this. Yes. And it's the crab. No, it's the armadillo because you have to incorrect. protect your wolf at all costs. <laughs> no. no, no, no. You could reach further with a crab. But with the no. crab, you, I, I know. Quality, if you say penguin, I swear to Christ. <laughs> To be fair, I was actually thinking armadillo also. Yes, because it is yeah, the only right answer. But, but the cra- if my issue with the crab is if I'm not right next to the thing knowing what I'm hitting, I'm going to be like 10 feet away and I'm going to hit something I know skill I'm not, I don't want to hit. Issue. That's a skill yeah, I know, issue. but that's 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 a me thing. That's a skill no, issue. No, we get we get horse armor. I want dog armor. No, yeah. see this I is- need to protect my <laughs> babies at all costs. This is the perfect representation of how I was as a child when I was playing like fantasy RPGs and stuff, because whenever I was given the option between like, here's massive fireball or plus two to crit, I'm always taking the plus two to crit. No, over I'm like, massive, fi- massive I'm fireball always all the way. Ta- dude, you're giving me a, a plus percentage on a multiplier. Do you understand how broken that is? No, dude. Like, <laughs> it's always, it's always the right yeah. decision to take the marginal giant fireball. Doesn't matter, dude. My miniature fireball hits at twice the damage that your massive fireball does. So you know but who's really it? laughing now. It's, it does. It's a small it does. fireball. Well, if you look at the meta numbers, you actually see that yes, it does comparatively. <laughs> yeah, listen the, here, I'm the listen here, little shit. I'm not talking about numbers. I'm talking about visually boom. Like, yeah, I don't need the visual, dude. My, I get off. I get off from the mental side of it. You know? <laughs> oh, okay. There's nothing more satisfying than hitting somebody with a tiny ass fireball and seeing <laughs> and seeing a twenty digit number. <laughs> see that's me with stealth games though when i just go in there and like take out somebody i'm like nobody knows you're yeah. gone i just don't understand you know i i can't believe you guys will go with the armadillos i mean i guess if you want a chance you could go ahead you could defend your your choice here but i mean the, but the crab claw is just the right the, the correct choice for sake of just seeing the the animal in the wild i would go penguin not no, for see, what it provides but just to just to see it 
I knew you would try to bring away. For aesthetic, yeah. You can't be contrarian on every single topic. Nobody gives a shit about the penguin. Nobody, yeah, contrarian. (laughs) A perfect definition of contrarian is when Sword and Shield came out. Everybody who bought (laughs) Shield, they're being contrarian for no reason. Nobody, nobody likes that. That's nobody likes Shield. Everyone went all in on Zamazenta. There's Asian shit. I said the wrong one. All right, jokes wrong. Oh, you fake fan, fake fan. <laughs> yeah, fake no one news. knows. He's actually fake my fan. favorite Pokemon of all time. You think fake a dog fan. with a sword is cool? Nah, dude, he's got a shield for a head, man. Come on. <laughs> I'm the only true Zamazenta fan in all of Pokemon. That's it. Anyway. So how do we feel about this this petition that's going on for Minecraft? I, dude, honestly, I, I agree a hundred percent. I'm, I, I'm with the players because, you know, look at look at how, not everybody has the same game style playthrough clearly, and play style. Uh, so you're gonna get people that are gonna want to do the exploration stuff. So yeah, a penguin might be beneficial to them if they can get a speed boost. You're gonna get people like me who actually care about their their Minecraft pets and they want to preserve their horde of of dogs and no. make them more resilient to numbers damage. are the only thing that matter but yeah no i get it and uh <laughs> then you're gonna get some people that just want to be able to reach blocks from further for some reason that's the correct way to go <laughs> i don't know man i do i do i i agree 100 percent with the community being like why do we need to choose between these options where it's very realistic and accessible for you to just create and implement all three of these why do we need to restrict the, the amount of content that's released in the game for no reason like there's i find it incredibly hard to believe that the minecraft team at microsoft yes. doesn't have the people or the the resources to make three new mobs a year instead of one yes now i don't know anything about minecraft development or anything like that but like my god like does it, it really take that long? I know, it, I know it's like video it games are hard. I get it. It shouldn't, given the the fact that the community creates like things like this and beyond, like in an amazing rate. Yeah. So, if you look at some of the the mods that are available for Minecraft, they've it's it's a completely different game in many situations, right? 100%. And these are all stuff that are done by amateurs, fans. usually <laughs> incredibly talented fans that might be amateurs. Yeah, but I don't know. Uh, if you're interested, you could go find the the petition. I mean, I really don't think it's going to make much of a difference because one way or another, it's going to be announced on the 5th or the 15th, which is only a couple days away from when this podcast even goes live. So I don't know. Maybe maybe next year we'll be able to get more than one new mob added to Minecraft in the year 2024, but we'll have to wait until then. Yeah, it's doubtful, but knowing Microsoft... Anything's possible. Yeah. If only they weren't a small indie studio. Yeah. So if only who knows if they they had more resources to (laughs) to put into the best selling game of all time. All right. Well, on to the next story. Boom Stinger. It's a big day. The identity of Mario's new voice actor in the upcoming game Super Mario Bros. Wonder might have been leaked. Charles Martinet, the long-standing tenure as the voice of Mario, is coming to an end. And mm-hmm. this has left fans with very mixed feelings. We've talked about it before on the show. We have. Uh, while Nintendo has kept the new voice actor's identity a secret 
A leaked list suggests that it could be Mick Wingert. Charles Martinet will continue to represent the Super Mario franchise at live events, but the characters he once voiced will have a new actor starring, uh, starting with Super Mario Bros. Wonder. The official announcement of Mario's new voice actor is expected to coincide with the game's launch on October 20th. An unverified list of voice actors for Super Mario Bros. Wonder recently surfaced uh, suggesting that Mick Wingert as the potential voice of Mario. Wingert is known for his work in the video game industry, uh, including games like Genshin Impact, Marvel's Spider-Man, and Kingdom Hearts 3. He has Mm -hmm. also voiced characters in Marvel cartoons and other animations. So this guy is, you know, he's a proper voice actor who has put in time in the industry and is active in video games not just cartoons and animation yeah and he has like an actual resume it's not just some random guy that does impressions like it's oh yeah first I, I, I would imagine that you know nintendo if this does end up being the new voice of mario i'd have to imagine that nintendo would probably want to get somebody that knows vet, what they're doing vet someone a little bit yeah you know i mean it's their it's their mickey mouse they're not just gonna be like oh my my nephew does like a good oh it's a me you know they're not gonna they're, they're gonna get someone who could who could pull their weight right uh, this is also interesting here. Additionally, the leaked list mentions other voice actors for characters in the game, including Deanna Mustard as Princess Daisy, Samantha mm-hmm. Kelly as Princess Peach, Toad, and Toadette, Kenny James as Bowser, and Katie Sag- Sagonian as Bowser Jr. Uh, now, it's important to know that this list is unverified and should be taken with caution until the release of Super Mario Bros. Wonder if Mick Wignett does indeed take on the role of Mario. Uh, yeah, those are some big shoes to fill if that ends up being the case. Well, there is there is a note here saying that Mick has denied the reports that he is voicing Mario, and we we will, I guess we'll find out next week when uh, Wonder comes out when we finally see those credits yeah. roll. Yeah, that's what happens when you have an NDA. <laughs> You're... <laughs> You probably can't go around saying uh, talking about stuff that you're not legally allowed to talk about. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, especially man, when you have the Nintendo Ninja l- lawyers, uh, you know, as it it would not surprise me at all if Nintendo has had a man in this man's house every, <laughs> every day. They have a van it's... outside his house just watching every yeah. step he takes. The guy who's who makes sure that Miyamoto doesn't drive is is pulling double a double shift right now to make <laughs> sure that this poor man doesn't get doesn't get hassled at all. Dude, I don't know, man. That's that's such a. I wonder how it feels to take on the, the you know if it if it does end up being true one way or another, somebody is doing the voice of Mario, right? Mm. I wonder how it feels to take on that responsibility of. Probably you know, stressful. <laughs> yeah, probably probably stressful, but you're not you're not just taking on the you know, the role of a character. You're taking on the mascot of one of the world's biggest entertainment companies yeah. of all time. They've, I mean, those are some scary shoes. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, I know. I mean, I would for like a considerable amount of money. Uh, yeah, and having a lot of experience behind my back. Yeah, Nintendo, if things don't work out with Mick, uh, I'll do it for half of what you're paying him. Not a problem. What Honestly, if they're not paying him? I could. I could. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? What are they I, like? I don't know. You, you hey, owe them now. Hey, do do some voices for our game. We'll send you one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't <laughs> okay, worry. Okay, no, it. no problem. You, you gotta, you gotta buy a switch because of the economy. But we'll send you a copy of Mario Wonder. Don't worry about it. We'll give you a switch too when it comes out. Let's go. 
Woohoo! It's me. I'm sorry. No, that's not the the no. new the new uh, catchphrase. Is wowie zowie. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that's so we, we've been established. Sad. We need to we need to accept that wowie zowie is now. I heard oh, wowie zowie. What I heard, I, I don't know if it's true or not. When he's saying it's a me Mario, it's actually the Japanese word for super. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's not true. Isumi. Isumi. It's is that true? Mario. I'm not it's, sure. It's not true. It's, not it's just he's saying it's a me Mario because they based him off of the original landlord for Nintendo of America. Yeah. And they were being incredibly racist. (laughs) Also, if you look at Charles Martinet's uh, uh, video about him talking about his addition, he's like, uh, they're like, all right, just be like a a stereotypical Italian. And he's like, okie dokie, it's me. (laughs) I get the spaghetti and go make a pizza. Apparently, he went on for so long that they ran out of tape and they had to ask him to stop. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. He's like, all right, you you can leave now. And then they... (laughs) I, I was always, dude, I love that story because he's like, yeah, I just went in and I just kept talking until he told me to stop. And then that was it. I just got up and left. And then he's like, I All think right. I, I think I bombed this. And literally, as soon as he left, they called up uh, like Nintendo headquarters like, we found the guy. Nice. Like, we found him. I would, I would kill to hear that conversation. Just like a Nintendo of America representative being like, Miyamoto, we got him. We got him. <laughs> You're not going to believe what just happened. <laughs> this dude went on for 20 minutes. <laughs> we didn't know what it was. We didn't know if he was a threat, but it was great, dude. Anyway, I, I'm pretty sure he didn't even have an appointment. He just showed up. A deranged man walked into our <laughs> office, but <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, yeah, uh, I'm excited for Mario Wonder. I'm looking forward to seeing what it brings. And uh, I, whoever it is that's taking on the role of Mario, mm-hmm. good luck to you. Good luck. Because if you fuck this up for us, Chris Pratt will be taking your job. He will come on you hard. <laughs> wow. So hard. Come all over you. You won't oh. even know what to do oh, when we come God. hard on you. I didn't mean it like that. I meant like the internet will go after him, but yeah. Yeah, the internet's going to come on him. <laughs> all right. Well, let's, uh, let's move on to the next story Boom Stinger. The popular fantasy MMORPG RuneScape is discontinuing its recent introduction of battle passes after just two months following player backlash. Developer Jagex has introduced the Hero Pass on September 4th, but in response to player dissatisfaction, they announced its termination on December 3rd (laughs) on an update that happened on October 6th. RuneScape fans expressed their discontent with the Hero Pass, which was intended to provide players with new events every three months, similar to a typical Battle Pass. The pass was available as part of the $80 12-month Premier Membership tier, which unlocked various RuneScape areas, areas and gameplay mechanics. However, players were already unhappy with RuneScape's increased reliance on microtransactions within its Treasure Hunter loot boxes. I've learned so much about RuneScape that I didn't know in like <laughs> in the last five minutes. First of all, RuneScape is still around, uh, dude. What, so, when we when we talked about this story, I felt like that scene uh, when Luke Skywalker finds Obi Wan Kenobi, and he's like, <laughs> "I haven't heard that name in a long time." You know, like 
Like I was there during the Clone Wars. Were, were you were you guys big RuneScape fans? Oh back yeah, in the day? I never I, looked at anything. Oh on my god, really? I played. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I played <laughs> the absolute shit out of RuneScape. Um, my brother went so far to like get into actually becoming a member. Uh, when they, oh yeah, uh, yeah, like my brother was way more i'm pretty sure my brother still plays runescape classic to be honest but you know what i because i i i was i discovered runescape right around the transitional period between elementary school and and high school right i think probably i think like grade six is when i started playing runescape okay Um, and i remember i I remember i think that's really what kickstarted the video game addiction you know, so you would have been playing after the upgrade to RuneScape three, I believe, is when it was called. I got no idea. Um, uh, all I know is that a quest came out for members only that would allow you to to earn a fishbowl item that you could carry around and play with, and mm-hmm. that's what it took for me to become a member because <laughs> I, I saw that and I'm like, I'm getting that fishbowl no matter now, what happens. Uh, I remember playing RuneScape. Um, well, at a time where I had dial-up internet. Yeah. That doesn't sound so, As many people did back in the day. As a child, I would only be allowed to play uh, for 30 minutes at a time. And then I would have to switch <laughs> off and let my brother play for 30 minutes. And then my sister would get her 30 minutes of internet time. Oh, God. And then that would be it. Yeah. And then there were as many times that I would sneak down uh, 12, 1 o'clock. Close all the doors in the house. Oh yeah! Throw pillows and blankets over top of the modem, and then log on. And I would stay up for about two or three hours, grinding on RuneScape, and then hurry up and scamper up to bed so I can go back uh, and wake up for school in the morning. What a rebel! Yeah, I was, those were the times. I'm really curious, Pasquale. If you never got into RuneScape around that time, what what was it like? Did you have a game growing up that that really just held your attention, or I don't know. It's just I think it was just a gradual growth of video mm. games that made me get into it. I never really had one specifically that dragged me in so hard that I couldn't play anything else but that for a while. Interesting, yeah. But okay, the closest to that would have been Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> oh, really? That was yeah, that probably. was your <laughs> your descent. Probably. All right. Cool. Well, getting back to the article, uh, the introduction of the Hero Pass in September led to widespread player anger, with many longtime RuneScape players deciding to quit the game. (laughs) We're talking about people that have been playing this game for almost 20 years. (laughs) Holy shit. They expressed their dissatisfaction through the negative Steam reviews. This game's on Steam. I had no idea RuneScape was on Steam. (laughs) I I thought it was a website, dude. Jesus. (laughs) That's where I used to play as in browser. RuneScape.com. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) They express their dissatisfaction through the negative Steam reviews, voicing concerns about microtransactions ruining the game. Uh, Jagex attempted to address players' concern by stating they would work on improving the Battle Pass system, but players remained unhappy with the idea of a Battle Pass in any form, especially one that they found to be overall lackluster. In response to the feedback, Jagex decided to discontinue the Hero Pass and acknowledge the importance of player input in shaping the game's future. They emphasized that their commitment to creating a better gaming experience and stated that they would not release another Hero Pass after the current season 
Underworld, which ends on December 3rd. Uh, Jagex also vowed to involve players in shaping new reward systems and avoid content imbalances related to membership or paid disparity. It's interesting how this is going, like asking for player input, whereas Minecraft is asking for player input and people don't want it. It's See, like the thing is, the no, I, not, I think it's, it's, it's different. I know it's different, but like it, it's both player inputs, but one is wanted, one is unwanted, kind of. So that's why I wanted to include both of these in the show tonight, right? Because yeah. here you have like Minecraft going for a player input, but through like, you know, the laziest, worst way possible. Where it's like, <laughs> vote which one creature will add to the game for the next year. Yep. Meanwhile, right. Runes, meanwhile, RuneScape is like, here's a brand new system, and everyone's like, "Don't you fucking dare!" Don't change it. Well, no, it was it wasn't the fact that it was a brand new system. It's a brand new system on top of the eighty dollar per year yeah. subscription with the that you have to pay for as well. For their for again a new thing we learned that RuneScape has loot boxes now. Also, Apparently. yeah, yeah, no. Uh, I, what happened to the days of just? Spending your time oh, roaming dude, around through the desert and killing as many uh, guards and uh, creatures, hoping for that one in one hundred thousand drop. Nah, those days are dead. Oh, that one in one thousand drop has been removed to the game and is put behind a loot box that you could buy for four dollars a pop. Yeah. That's, that will that's how it works now. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, hey, man, that's that's how that's how true MLG gamers grind with their credit mm-hmm. card. Yep. that's right uh i think it's interesting here because like we have like a 20 year 20 year old game i don't it might be even older than that at this point but we have a 20 year old game here that's been around for a lot of the big renaissance renaissance and changes mm-hmm. in development when it comes to live service games so uh, it is 22 years old it's t- god damn it <laughs> it is 22 years old runescape okay yeah the 22 year old video game runescape um, yeah, so I, I think it's interesting to see like what happened to this game. It's it's an interesting case study to see like how games were 22 years ago and compared to what they are now and what happens when those two weird worlds inter- interact. Yeah. But it's also interesting to see how a game w- would progress from that time because games were very different back then to where, yeah. what they are now. Yeah. So seeing how they can keep up and still be entertaining to people is interesting. But well, it went from. I haven't uh, seen it at, played then or now, so I don't know the difference. Every every once in a while, this is hundred percent true. Like once every five years, I remember RuneScape, and I'm like, "I man, maybe I should play RuneScape." You know, maybe <laughs> I should just get back into it a little bit. I don't. I would never do that. First of all, because I think <laughs> the things that the things that I that made me into runescape when i was a kid are probably like long dead or my brain doesn't know how to process those those feelings anymore right. you know mm-hmm. so like i'm chasing a, a ghost at this point mm-hmm. but what i do think is interesting is seeing how a game that originally supported itself exclusively on a membership program which was the norm back then for online games right you could pay well eight dollars a month back then you could pay eight dollars a month in order to to gain membership access or whatever it is that would entail yeah, yeah, but here's the wild thing, right? Yeah. You, you had to mail in a check. <laughs> yeah. You had to mail in a check to the UK. It was, for your it membership. was And then you would have to wait two to three weeks for that to get there and then be processed. 
and then all of a sudden you would be activated. So you gotta you gotta mail it like almost a month in advance just yes. to make sure you're still yes. in. Yeah. Can you Damn. imagine? That must be a fucking nightmare. It's like okay, well, the check's is, gonna get there any day. I swear, man. This is a time before like people had like credit cards available to deal through PayPal or through just you know yeah. online banking. Like, yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, that's some, that's something that a lot of people will never fully understand. The sheer commitment that you needed to have to play any form of video game on on a computer back then. Hmm. Both patience for the technology of the time, additional restrictions that you might have, like you know Chris's thirty minute time limit, mm-hmm. and, and you know dial hardcore up. and and dial up and hardcore stuff like waiting for a check to be delivered halfway oh, across the world. That sounds exhausting. Yeah, you don't know it... the struggles of being in the wilderness and being attacked while you have a skull on top of your head because you did PVE, <laughs> and then a phone call comes in and disconnects you from the internet. No! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But not it's interesting my, to see not how, my like, mithril arm. <laughs> I would love that, to uh... see how kids nowadays would react to living the way we did back then. Like they would collapse. You really? I don't think I want to go back. That's the same. Just, just to be clear, what you're saying is kids these days, uh huh, they have it too easy. They they don't know what it was like back in my day. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's basically what you're saying, yeah, right? That's what I'm saying. You're saying that the children of today are are too soft also, because they're not going back through in the struggle. My day, and... It took 45 seconds to connect to the internet. <laughs> I had seconds. had no access to the phone. Also, get off my lawn. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting to see how RuneScape, you know, it's a really cool time capsule of, of video game history. Mm-hmm. Going from this mail-in order subscription service to, we have a battle pass. We have a subscription. We got microtransactions. They probably have like a DLC shop there as well, right? So well, probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to see, man. Hey, if anybody is still playing RuneScape, uh, Good, good for, for you. you. <laughs> I, yeah, man. Hey, good job. Good job, man. You did it. You know what? You're there. Honestly, I can't even imagine having a 20-year-old franchise in my life that I'm still like... Well, what, what's for. like the next equ- uh, equivalent to that? World of Warcraft? Yeah, probably. Pokemon. Well, I mean well, online MMORPG. Yeah, no. I, I Outside of RuneScape, uh, World of Warcraft, Warcraft. I don't know. There was a weird rival to RuneScape called Adventure Quest. Which was a flash-based game. That's dead now, probably. I'm pretty sure those all eight of those games that they made are still going. Well, there was. I was gonna say what there was EverQuest, but EverQuest died. EverQuest, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, dude, traditional MMOs like what we had back in the day. I don't think they would. uh, I don't think they would survive in today's economy. No. No. They're just. I think they're just a little bit too much. But I don't know. What do I know? I, I can't say me personally. I would never get into an MMO again. Not one that requires like eight hours a day. Of, of... Who's got the time? Yeah, the who's, got the ta- who's got the time? Who's got the fucking brain capacity for that? And the money. Yeah. You need. Well, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. But you know what? Shout out to the devs of RuneScape for listening to the player base and correcting the course, even though it means you're, you'll probably make less money. But I'm sure they'll find another way to charge you that 30 bucks. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about it too much. Here's Here's some skins. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, Boom Stinger. All right, Disney 
is reportedly exploring the possibility of acquiring EA or a company uh, of similar <laughs> scale to re-enter the game's publishing market. Some Disney executives have suggested that Disney CEO Bob Iger could transition the company from a gaming license to a publisher by acquiring EA. However, Iger is said to be non-committal about this potential acquisition. Last year, EA reportedly discussed acquisition plans with Disney, as well as with uh, NBC Universal, Amazon, and Apple. However, talks with NBC Universal did not materialize into anything worthwhile. Disney used to be a games publisher until 2016, when it closed yep. Disney Infinity, uh, the Disney Infinity Studio Avalanche, and shifted to a licensing model for its intellectual properties. They have since been involved in licensing their properties to developers. Recently, Disney licensed games include titles like Return to Monkey Island, yep. Disney Illusion Island, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga, among numerous others. Mm-hmm. Upcoming Disney-related game titles include Avatar, Frontiers of Pandora, Spider-Man 2, Star Wars Outlaws, and an Indiana Jones games developed by Machine Games, which we haven't really seen anything at all for that game outside of a brief trailer that happened at this point three or four years ago. I didn't even know there was an Indiana Jones game coming it, out. It showed off very brief, briefly in whatever years it was equivalent of E3. Huh. <laughs> whatever we had in <laughs> during that year. Maybe? Yeah, it's who crazy. knows, man? Uh, which is also, by the way, known for their work in the Wolfenstein series. So I could see how that could translate to an interesting Indiana Jones game. It Disney has expressed... It does both involve Nazis, usually. It does both mm-hmm. involve Nazis, Will it yeah. involve horrific uh, takedowns? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> I could see that, yeah. Dude, Indy, them in Indy, their eye. Indy will stab someone as a warning, you know? <laughs> That he's he's got that dog in him. Don't Is he look the at Doom me like Slayer that. now from Doom. <laughs> <laughs> Disney has expressed an interest in working with studios of all sizes, of all sizes, oh. as it expands its presence in the gaming industry, stating that no intellectual property is off limits to indie developers. Good for Disney. Yeah, good for them. I'll I'll be honest with you guys. I think the absolute last thing we need on planet Earth is for Disney to acquire another billion dollar company. <laughs> I feel that would like, be a disaster. I think I'm, we're. I'm just. I don't know. Of all the game studios, I'm glad it, it wasn't like uh, SquareSoft or or something like that. The Square Enix. Yeah, I'm. I'm surprised that Disney isn't making a play for Square, considering uh, you know they always work with them. Their relationship with them, yeah. yeah. The weird relationship they have with them with Kingdom Hearts. I don't, dude. Honestly, I do not know if that's a friendly relationship. <laughs> for, for all I know, Disney fucking hates Kingdom Hearts because there was a story of how they like met in an elevator. Well, yeah, there's that. Yeah, the elevator pitch. Uh, but there is a story how Disney like famously didn't want Mickey Mouse in the first Kingdom Hearts, which is why he's relegated to like a brief cameo and like you know he's like a shadow. Shot he's not yeah. even yeah because they wanted to use him for another game that Disney was making at the time, and they didn't want it to uh, was you know, oh. Was it uh, Epic Disney Mickey? Epic Mickey? Yeah, it wasn't. No, it was. It was another game. It was a weird oh. little. It was a children's game. Oh, it was trash. It was absolute <laughs> trash, right? But yeah, Not no, surprising. they they purpose they purposely withheld Mickey from Kingdom Hearts. Oh. They're like, you could have whoever you want. But uh, you know, not, not the Mickey. one that matters. You can't yeah. have the, you can't have the good one. Yeah. 
until yeah, but, the second game, and then they yeah, like, until the second one, and, and then well, once you once you make us money, then you get <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, <clears throat> but I I don't know, man. You know what? I hate to say it because I think it's like the easy answer to this. You know who to be perfect at making wholesome, family friendly, interactive Disney games? Who? Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. Nintendo. So are you saying Disney should acquire Nintendo? No, no, God, other, no. The, other, the other way. <laughs> Nintendo the other way. needs to acquire Disney. N- Nintendo needs, needs to make a push for Disney, yeah. <laughs> First they could buy with, they, they could buy with just Pokemon money alone. So I, I think, if I mean, the truth is, if, if Disney wanted to, they could do a hostile takeover of Nintendo at any minute. And yeah. just, just buy. <laughs> Can you imagine the idea of like how I, crazy... Disney characters and Pokemon would be though. What do you mean? The collaboration if Nintendo and Disney were under one umbrella, the Disney adults that now would become Pokemon adults, you would have Disney themed Pikachu's. All oh there would be god. so many oh Pikachu's and Disney princess themed, and then you have all the Disney princes, and then not to mention the other. <laughs> like millions of properties you would see like battle elsa and her ice type pokemon <laughs> there'd be so many crossovers that would that would absolutely be an, uh, a horrific nightmare exactly for, for everyone involved yeah what no, a what a homunculus that would be yeah i don't i don't know man i i think i like it i i do think that nintendo has what it takes to make disney games because i think yeah. like Nintendo's core values is pretty much very similar to what Disney holds when it comes to those. I, I could see Disney giving exclusive rights for their IPs to Nintendo f- to do whatever they want to do, I guess. But again, I don't know that's... if that's necessarily the case because, like, I don't. I, I I really do think that. Well, I mean, like, look, when it comes to Disney versus Nintendo, Nintendo is a small fish, right? Yeah. So if there's if are there's they? any sort of yeah, they are. Disney is worth uh, two hundred billion. Nintendo is worth eighty billion. Yeah, but. Is that also including the Pokemon company? The Pokemon That's company an, is a like a multi-billion-dollar company on its own. I I'm pretty sure I might be wrong, and you know, what? let's look this up right now. But I'm pretty sure Disney is worth more than. Pokemon. But considering Disney owns like Fox and Pixar and all these other ones, like that's got to push it way above. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, no Pokemon is the most valuable media franchise. Yes. How much? It has bo- brought in a revenue of one hundred billion. Wow! Just Pokemon Company. Just Pokemon by itself. Disney in total is two hundred billion. Shit. Well, what's the rest of Nintendo worth then? So, so Pokemon a- 80, billion. eighty billion yen. Yen, which is worth more. I'm oh, sorry. Believe. It's eighty. It's eight point three trillion yen. Trill. Yeah. Oh well, what's trillion? But but yen is very trillion. Rude. You got to shift the. Yeah, you got to shift the decimal two points. Yeah. Uh, so eighty trillion. So all of Pokemon and Nintendo is almost a Disney. All right. Which, 80? when you put it that way, that's that's it's still like a monolithic amount of of money that these companies are worth. Eighty trillion um, yen. It's Fifty-three point six billion. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. So if there are any be? any situations like that, it will be Nintendo going to Disney, which. Uh, yeah, you know. but still, I I don't know. I th- I think like I don't really see the downfall for Disney to keep its games open, and just licensing them out to to ve- developers that 
prove that they could work with certain characters in certain situations, right? Like, I think that's better overall. Like, if you have a, a developer that knows what they're doing with, like, platformers, yeah, give them, like, DuckTales to bring back DuckTales for something, right? Like, yeah. dude, give DuckTales to Yacht Club Games, the people who made Shovel Knight. I don't understand why Disney would close their own studio, though. Like, what? Just keep your own studio. I I think they realize they can make more money just by licensing characters and not having to put in Mm. the work. That's probably true. That's probably all it comes down to, right? Yeah. And and actually, that brings us into an interesting final story for the show. Uh, The digital world is taking over, and the physical world is about to die. Yeah. Boom stinger. Best Buy will reportedly be stopping the sale of physical media as early as 2024. I hate you, Best Buy. <laughs> A surprising new report claims that Best Buy will be ceasing the sales of all physical media in the near future, including video games and Blu-rays. According to multiple sources for the digital bits, physical media sales could cease from the retailer as soon as the first quarter of 2024 that is within the next three months hmm. well you won't while be it, buying anything from uh from best buy then while it isn't all that surprising on the retail side of things uh, it will apparently apply to online sales as well at this time the retail has not committed uh, commented on the story so readers sh- should take this with a grain of salt until we get official confirmation uh, however a number of video game fans have already voiced their frustration on social media they're calling this the death of physical media. Predictions on the death of physical media have been circulating for several years now. The streaming era has put a big dent in the sales of DVDs, Blu-rays, and 4K discs, while digital releases have taken a chunk out of physical game sales. This has been exacerbated by companies like Sony and Microsoft, who both have released all digital versions of their current game consoles. However, there is still a lot of people that prefer physical media over digital, most notably gamers. Yeah, Pat and I. Yeah, I'm, I'm seething. While digital releases have their benefits, there are just as many negatives. Gamers that buy a digital game uh, they don't enjoy are then stuck with it. Can't do anything with it. You can't return it. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you can, but it's a goddamn nightmare. <laughs> uh, they have no option to sell it either back to Babbage's or on secondhand marketplace like eBay or Facebook marketplace. You can't sell a digital yep. product. You just own it forever. It's an until NFT, they take baby. it down. Digital storefronts will also eventually go offline, making it impossible for newcomers to access those games. Mm-hmm. As we just saw this year with the Nintendo 3DS and Wii U eShops. But don't worry, because they'll probably sell you though that game that you bought on the new system anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Yeah. Uh, this is, a. I mean, it's one of the, I feel like I'm tied to a railroad track and I see the train coming and I just don't know. I just don't know how much more time I have before it hits me. Not a lot. I know this is where everything's going. Companies would rather sell you digital air than an actual product. Well, Well, they just, they don't want you to own anything. Yeah. They don't want you to own anything. Everything Plus is subscription they wanna, service. They want to sell it to you again if they can. Yeah, yeah. It's and the worst part is, is that you know this. It's just it's going to happen. It's going mm. to be something that we that will happen 
easily within our lifetime. And then it, it, it and then it really comes down to uh, if you're willing to participate in it or not. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I don't think it matters what your choice is, is because uh, a product that is more accessible to more people will always be more profitable over a product that is not accessible to people. That's just yeah. how it is going to work. Yeah. So really, uh, basically, me and Chris need to suck it up and, and deal with it or uh, or stop just, playing games or just call it quits. <laughs> I'm probably looking at the ladder for most of it. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like if anything, if anything, Nintendo is safe for a good couple of years because they don't even know what online is. So we, don't <laughs> have to, we don't have to worry about See, them going only digital. Here's the thing that like it just drives me crazy. Yeah. Right? We are living in a time where record sales are at an all time high of physical media to the point that they've had to rebuild new facilities to make physical media and everything else is like well no people don't want physical media clearly not well no it's it's not that people don't want physical media no it's the companies that don't want physical media because they don't want us to own anything but us as consumers still do well no it is the companies that want to sell us things multiple time and make as much money with it with the least amount of of uh expenditure mm-hmm. but also the shopping habits just don't support that people digital sales are, are very strong and they're, they're getting to the point where they're competing and out competing physical sales. Like well, it's just, it's, it's just the way that, that we're consuming this media. It lends itself to digital first. It's, and it's a not convenience just video games. factor it's, too. Yes. And it's not just video games, right? It's the entirety of the media industry, movies and and, and CDs and music and every, everything is going digital just because it's more it's, convenient. Yeah, it's and way like, easier and cheaper to distribute than yeah. it would be physical. But if you, wanna, if you want a movie, you have to what? Is I Walmart understand. supposed to stock four trillion different DVDs of movies just so you can get what you want? Like, no, it's, yes. just, um, it's all digital. <laughs> here's, here's, I understand the frustration people have. I don't know when's the last time you guys have been into a Best Buy. Their sections are so clear. Like, they maybe keep a game for maybe a month, and then it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. I understand why people don't want to buy physical stores from stores like that, because they don't keep them. Or if they do, they get three copies. Yeah. Mm. Then what's the point of me going to Best Buy? Uh, Best Buy, you've always been... uh, bad at this uh, i'm gonna say you know you <laughs> yeah. are especially the one local to me is notorious for never having what i want when i go in um i think if you kill off physical media you, you might be second best buy because i'll just yeah. be going to amazon mm. yeah I think it was it was one thing, you know, 20 years ago where you had a new game came out maybe like every month, you know, and and now it's mm-hmm. like we have new games coming out, multiple new games every, every single day. Yeah. Many of which many of which aren't getting physical releases, but a a decent amount of them are getting physical releases. Mm-hmm. From a a brick and mortar standpoint, there's there's no fucking way you could keep up with that. No, no. they can only release the the top tier games like, like the yeah. AAA games. I mean, even look at Babbage's, you know, they did what they could to stay like a video game store, but now they're not even a video game store anymore. They're, they're, yeah. they're like a geek culture store. Yeah. You know, like I remember not too long ago, it was 
the the only thing that you could see from if you were outside walking the mall, you look into a Babbage's, it was just a massive wall games. of Funko Pops. Not well, even games. games. It was just all Funko Pops. Yeah. Now that that cancer has died down, thank God. <laughs> but well, I mean, it's, it's it's even crazy now that we aren't getting it here in Canada, but in the United States, they're selling old stock of old video games again. There are yeah. people that I'm seeing every day on Reddit saying, yeah. I went into GameStop and look what I walked out with. And it's like Pokemon Stadium. Uh, they're, <laughs> they're, they're walking out with uh, with like Pokemon Park. They're hate, walking out with like Pokemon Platinum. Because, because they're like, hey, guys, I just bought this uh, game from my Babbage's for $2. How did I do? And it's like a copy of Pokemon Box. And you're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but it's gonna be the same as vinyl like it's it's gonna come back eventually as like a exclusive kind of product where it's like well that's oh, it because the companies can take advantage of that right because yeah. now they could release limited edition special physical runs of yeah. like the next like, zelda game and be like oh it's a big deal yeah <laughs> like in in 10 years from now when everything is uh digital uh they'll give it five years in between three and then years from now yeah th- but go ahead whatever yeah and then they'll give it some time just to like be become rare and then release no, i'm looking for it i'm looking forward to the death of the death of physical because once that happens once that happens and the entirety of the industry is like all right we're done making physical content mm-hmm. we now have a checklist to work through mm-hmm. <laughs> because there will never be anything new yeah so i know exactly what i need to get to complete 100 my my physical media collection right i'm looking forward to that it's gonna it's gonna take time but i guess you'll get there eventually i'll get there or i'll die and who cares <laughs> in which case doesn't matter at all does it he's yeah yeah i don't know man it's just uh i don't like <laughs> i don't like thinking about this i know it's coming and i'm gonna have to deal with it at some point but i i hope the technology advances to the point where it is a painless or as painless as possible transition it, i think it will Look how you much better. we've come in Nintendo, the past 20 you be- years. You better, if Nintendo, I swear to God, if you do this, you better you better fix your shit when it comes to <laughs> online. Because, my God, man. <laughs> it's right. not even going to be that. They're going to keep physical and just send a carrier pigeon with it. Yeah. I was going to tie this in, by the way, to the uh, the new look of the PlayStation 5 Slim Edition. Um, and the fact that if you want a disc, you have to buy an attachment to it. Yeah. So this is something that, oh. very quickly, okay? Quick news. All right, very quickly. This is something that we talked about before in the show. The the modularity of 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 the physical video game systems itself. Where now they're going to be releasing different attachments that you could plug into your system and change its its components and how it functions. That was something that we were talking about a long time ago because that was something I think I believe it came out uh during the Microsoft court cases where everything was getting flooded or it, it might even have been uh, Epic versus Apple. I can't remember. But there were patents and there were talks about a modular game system where you could just, you know, buy the bare minimum and play a video game. But you could also buy different attachments and build the system catered to your uh, to your needs, just like how you do with a PC. Right. And now we're seeing this like in action. We're, we're seeing different drives that you could get in for different equipment for this new PlayStation 5 model. Uh, and that's crazy, dude. Like I... <laughs> I'm interested to see where this goes. I don't like it. I want to make that clear. I don't like this, but uh, it'll be interesting to see like 
what the the logical extreme of this is. It's a way for them to make more money. Oh, everything is a way for them to make more money. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody look, companies not going to do something if they're like we can make less money if we don't do it. They only do something if they think they can make more money. Yeah. Yep. That's it. That's all it comes down to. Yep. Anyway, that's it for the news section of the show unless there's anything you guys want to bring up. No. All right, cool. Chris, do we have you know a, uh, technically? Oh, beautiful. All right. Well, with that being said, Chris, I'm going to hand things over to you as you take us through the world of uh, technically. All right. Well, welcome to the end of the show where we like to play a little game. And this game is called uh, Technically. Of course, I will now regale in the scoreboard mm. our favorite pastime activity. Pasquale sitting in at two points. Stefano, who is not here, sitting at a meager four points. Stefano not here? Oh, shit. (laughs) And, of course, the champion sitting on his throne of nine points. That's a lot of points. That is a lot of points. So that's an impressive amount of points, baby. That is. So... What is a technically? Well, I'm going to read you a statement about a video game. And you guys have one job. And that is to correct the incorrect part of that statement. But all answers must begin with, uh, technically, just like Jeopardy. You, of course, <laughs> may interrupt me anytime you think that you have the correct answer. Mm-hmm. And with that... Your first statement is about God of War. Okay. Mm. God of War, Chains of Olympus, to be more specific. Oh, my God. The one I didn't play. That was the one for the PSP, wasn't it? (laughs) I think so. In God of War, Chains of Olympus, it is the fourth installment of the God of War series. The first chronologically and a prequel to the original God of War. Kratos is got it. Uh, Kratos is guided by the goddess Athena, who instructs him to find the sun god Helios. Wait, no. As uh, technically, it, it it couldn't possibly be the first one chronologically. Uh, technically, God of War: Chains of Olympus is the second one chronologically. That is correct. Do you know which one is the first? Son of a bitch. I'm I'm chronologically the first one. I yes. would I would have to imagine it's the original God of War. No, it's not no, the one. It's the, the one where he one, becomes right? the ghost of Sparta. No, um, is that the third? Squally, I will give you a chance oh, to shit. steal this if you can correctly without googling. Uh, <sighs> what the first game comes in <laughs> chronologically? Oh, the first game chronologically. Oh wait, he's. Uh, I think it's the third one, right? It's, is your answer God of War three? God, yeah, God of War three. No, it's God of War two. Damn it, it's two, isn't it? Uh, it was God of War Ascension, which is also uh... a PSP. <laughs> bitch. Yes. So that is one point for Pat for being right. the most correct. <laughs> look, see, man. Hey, look. All you got to do is apply. A reasonable amount of logic and understanding mm-hmm. to this game, and and you could win very easily despite not mm-hmm. playing what is arguably the worst game in the franchise's history. 
All right. Your next statement will be about Tales of Symphony. Oh, my God. Or Symphonia. A game that is incredible Tales that of I recently Symphonia. played and looks like trash. Yeah, sorry. Uh, my my uh, Word document decided to autocorrect uh, Symphonia into Symphony. Yes. All right. Tales of Symphonia. Tales of Symphonia takes place in the fictional world called Sil- I'm going to probably go butcher this Silverant. Uh it follows Lloyd Irving. Uh Lloyd is uh accompanied by his childhood friend Colette Brunel who is destined to go on a g- journey to save their world. As their journey progresses, they learn that saving Silverant endangers symphonia a world parallel to their own the game's central theme is an rpg that resonates with you uh technically it doesn't resonate with me because i've never played it uh that might be correct but that is not what i was looking for all right Say that. It, read that again. Yeah, sure. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to say this one. This name is very difficult. So I'm so I'm sorry if I'm butchering it. How, how do you spell it? Uh, I will. I will spell that when I get to it. All right. All right. Tales of Symphonia takes place in a fictional world called Silvarant. S Y L V A R A N T. Silvarant. Sure. That's it. Cy Cy Valorant, I don't know, and follows Lloyd Irving. Lloyd accompanies his childhood friend, Colette Brunel, who is destined to go on a journey to save their world. As their journey progresses, they learn that they are saying Silverant, I guess, uh, uh, by saving and Silverant endangers Symphonia, a world parallel to their own. Okay. The game's so, central theme uh, is technically, that, yes, the world that is parallel to theirs is not called Symphonia. It mm-hmm. is called some weird fucking fantasy word that I will <laughs> not be able to remember. But my best guess is like Fala Theta or something like that. But I know that the world that parallels their world is not Symphonia. Okay. Um you are correct uh it is <laughs> it is not symphonia yeah um i did not get the name i will i'm not getting Pasquale, the name, if you can just, pull just if give you can them pull the any <laughs> name out of your ass Phaloran. If, if you could get it closer than Thalatheta, dude I, have, I can't remember what it's called I have no man. idea uh, that memory is not coming back all right uh Pat, congrats once again <laughs> for taking the win. Oh. Um, the, so I'm probably going to butcher this name myself. Uh, the parallel was Tethalia, I think. Tethalia. Like, Tethalia, okay. It's, it's like T-E-T-H-E apostrophe. A-L-L-A. It's like Tethalia. Tethalia. Yeah, okay. Cool. Right. I, That's I it. look. That right. was one. Of, that was my weird weeb game when I was a child. I remember it looking so much better than how it actually looks. <laughs> An incredible game that recently got a re-release for the Nintendo Switch. This uh, is like the fifth time it's been re-released on a system that wasn't the GameCube. It was. A, it was a very popular game back then, man. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. So that, that brings us to the end of this week's episode of the Let's Get Gaming podcast. Chris, thank you for all that you do with the uh, technically. Here's the closing stinger. Thank you. And if you like this episode of Let's Get Gaming podcast, be sure to leave us a review anywhere that you consume your digital-only media. That's right. We're a digital-only show, baby. Nothing physical about us. We're completely ethereal. Ethereal. However you say that word. You try talking for two and a half hours straight. No, I'm good. After eating a whole bunch of weird imported gummy Skittles <laughs> and be able to say ethereal but at the end. Ethereal? Ethereal. <laughs> I've been your host, Patrick Dennehy. Joined with me this week, Chris Montpetit. One year older, one year bolder. And, and you guys did forget my birthday again this year. So uh, it's okay. What are you Happy birthday! <laughs> oh, oh, no! <laughs> I don't look at Facebook. <laughs> I don't have it on there either. Oh, Chris, don't worry. There's a there's a care package coming to I, your house. I made I made at this this point last year that no one remembered, <laughs> and they what? made a big deal it, saying they wouldn't is it, forget. Is it and today? They forgot. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, I did set a reminder on my phone, but I did set it for <laughs> lately. <laughs> Wait, is it today or was yeah, it a couple days no, ago? No, it's today. Oh, shit. Happy birthday, dude. <laughs> I was waiting to see if any of you guys would remember. Shit. I don't, I don't know if you... Look, I, I 100% knew it was your birthday. I just didn't know. I, I yeah, didn't yeah, yeah. think that you wanted us to bring up your personal business yeah, that's, on the show. That's it. That's T- it. Take away his points. That's it. <laughs> I'll well, see ya. Anyway, <laughs> and Pasquale Galusa. <laughs> we'll see you later, guys. See that turned into year. Mickey Mouse, kind of. Yeah, no, we, we can't afford that legal battle. Uh-huh.